praise the Lord of God that we all be filled with the Holy Spirit. I refer back to the White Night Church. In that meeting, we were talking about be not drunk with wine where it is the truth, but be filled with the Spirit of God. Now, I preach that last night. I preach that New Year's Day. And I preach that this morning. I will use a little bit of what we said. God did not say, don't be drunk. But don't be drunk in wine. On the day of Pentecost, they were accused of being drunk. Peter said, these are not drunk as you suppose. He didn't say they're not drunk. But not like you think. He gave the honor of the day letting them know that men were not drunk at that time of the day. And as I brought it out this morning, what God is saying to us is if a man is drunk on wine, he is under the control of that wine. What God is willing of us is to take control of our wine by our being drunk on the Holy Spirit. There's nothing wrong with being drunk. As long as you're not drunk on that which brings debauchery, sin, embarrassment, ugliness, God said, let everything be done in order. Let everything be done decent. When you're drunk on the Spirit, you're never out of order. You're never indecent. That is just a comparison of our being under the control of the Holy Spirit. When I looked out this morning, I would say if a man is filled with anger, then anger will control his life. If a man is filled with greed, then greed will dominate his life. His life. That's his life. That's his life. We used to sit there and I have a new body. I have a new life. Then he said, I'm going to one day. He said, I'll come to you I have a new life. I have a new life. Don't forget You just kind of the corner of your mouth. You can believe in what's right there in the back. And that's what I need to talk to you. Talk about our lives being filled with the Spirit. 
And I'll give you a good example in just a minute. From Anthony Meyer, one of the great preachers. But when we talk about being filled with the Spirit, we somehow feel like we have a vessel that has a diminished quality, quantity of the Holy Spirit. And we have to be refilled. I believe that really what God is trying to say is, I don't want you to look at me as something that can be emptied and filled. I want you to look at me as one that will take more of the possession of me. When we're filled with the Spirit, it's not that it should be that we've lost something. It should be that God is ever being increased, ever being enlarged, that there might be more of Him and less of us. I said this morning, it is a being filled with the Spirit, but it is a fullness of the Christian. Every one of us can be influenced. We are influenced by a lot of things. I've had people in my life that influenced my life that had a lot to do with making me what I am. They did that by example. They did that by instruction. They did that by teaching. They did that in every way that influence can be placed upon us. In my lifetime, I have had some people who influenced me in the wrong way. But they did have an influence on my life. In this generation of young people and kids, they are influenced by moving stuff, singing. They sing their songs. They try to look like them. They wear the same type clothes. They were influenced, but it's a bad influence. I've had bad and wrong influences in my life. But God is trying to influence my life by the Spirit. There is one way the Spirit of God will influence your life. And that is by the Word of God. I said this morning, we used to love to go to church. Preachers were anointed. They preached to us. We could hardly wait to get back. But it's hard to find that kind of a preacher. But it's not just talking about the preacher. I also said this morning, we were so full of the Word of God. So whatever he said, stirred the life of the Word of God in our life. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. God will talk to us. That man, the preacher of the gospel. The Word of God says, when you hear the gospel, you are either accused or executed, right? If you weren't living for God, you were mad when he got through because you were accused something in that life. But it wasn't that man. It was the Holy Ghost in that man. It was the Spirit of God bringing to life the Word of God. We need to be drawn back under the influence of the Word of God. Hello? We need to come under the influence of what God says the Lord. 
What does God say? What is God's will? What is God's command? If I would ask, some would be embarrassed. I'm not going to ask. But I'm sure there's a lot of people that have gone for days, if not weeks, without having the word of God in your heart. If you don't put the word of God in your heart, then God the Holy Ghost does not have anything to work on. He doesn't have anything to work with. He doesn't have anything to work through. Jesus said, when the Spirit comes, He will not testify of Himself, He'll testify of me. If you don't have it in your heart, if you don't have it in your life, the Spirit of God cannot do the will of God in your life. Amen? That's what you With everything else that we said today, and even last week, what we need is to be brought into full, 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 full cooperation with the Holy Spirit. God the Holy Ghost is not something floating around. I personally believe He will be in my eternity. We know that God is a spirit. That's a miracle. But somehow, I believe that when I get to heaven, God will have some kind of a form that I will be able to be holy. The Spirit of God is not floating around like a sheep, a spook. He's a spirit, but he can be grieved. He has a personality. I believe somehow, somewhere, when we get the glory, that we will see some kind of a form and a likeness of the Holy Spirit. When we talk about cooperating with God, we're not talking about something that's a nothing or some type of wind that's a bowl of smoke. I don't know how people consider this. I've never heard it before. I've never seen it. And I'll tell you this, I know it. I know it. I know it. And when I get to glory, I'll know that Christ the first of the nails in his hand. I'll know him. He's real. That he is like Christ when he's coming back to this earth. The angel, when he went up, they said, Why stand you gazing? They say, Jesus, that you see him go up. He's going to come back in like manner as you see him go up. There's going to be a physical Jesus Christ who is the virgin born Son of God that is going to literally, absolutely come back to this earth. And we're going to be caught up in the air. When it comes the first time, he's not going to touch the earth. He's not going to touch the earth. We're going to be caught up in the clouds to be in the air. There will come a time when he will plant his feet on this earth and make the declaration. The earth is mine and the fullness of The Holy Ghost of God is real. He is a person. And He wants me and you to cooperate with Him. He wants me to cooperate with Him. 
It destroys things. We can sin against the Father, be forgiven the Son, be forgiven. Sin against the Holy Spirit, and be forgiven you and this world on the Lord God. This is real. The reason some people don't believe it's real is because they don't believe it. They don't believe it because it's unfamiliar to them. They are touching. If God would fill us with the Holy Spirit, when we read the Word of God, it would be something to put us to sleep. It would be something that is not life and spirit to us, but it would bloom with life because it is the Word of God. And God's Word is planted. God used many times the symbol of something being a seed with life in it. A seed with life in it. The Word of God is a seed. And it blooms, it springs forth into everlasting life. You need to get a new life and a new thrill to the Word of God. And as you do, that Word will testify in Christ. Christ is the baptizer who will fill you with the Spirit. And life becomes full and wonderful. If I do not surrender and become cooperative with the Holy Spirit, there's only one thing left, and that's my will. And so this is it. The way of the Spirit and the way of the Spirit, that's my way. You may not think of yourself as being better, but it will take your flesh functioning back to death. If it is not God, then it is the flesh. I'm not saying that all flesh is the flesh, but it will be. We will either cooperate by being full of the Spirit of God, by being led by the Spirit, the Spirit of God. It is true. Whatever God does, works. God has never failed. He's never been wrong. But the flesh has never been right. We struggle. And the very thing, you know, it takes two to have a fight. The flesh wars against the spirit in your body. The flesh wars against the spirit. And the spirit against the flesh. Why in the world would we allow the flesh to war against the Lord Jesus? Why would I allow my carnality to battle against the Holy Spirit of God? This is one thing I can see. If you fight and you will overcome and have your way, it's not going to work. Your way is not going to work. There's so many scriptures that we fail to remember. God said there are some whose sins go before them. Solomon said, It's in the heart of a man that if God does not execute judgment speedily, it's in the heart of that man to do evil. You know what that means? A man thinks he's getting by. He thinks he's getting by. And he's not getting by to do anything. It's piling up, it's adding up. My selfishness. 
going to have to answer for every deed I've done in this body. Every thought. I believe the Bible says, bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. A man without the Holy Spirit is in trouble. That sits on the throne. Jesus sits at the right hand of the Majesty on high. The Word of God tells us that Jesus intercedes for us. The Bible tells us the Holy Spirit intercedes for us. But let me tell you, we know where the Father is. We know where the Son is. And I want to tell you, Holy Ghost is right here. There is a battle. But if we lose the battle to God, then what we have won is not going to work. Come on, God. Let's us. This is the thing. Sometimes, God permits us to think that we've had to work. But somewhere, at some point down the line, we'll have to go back. So God, it did not work. Hello? God, it did not work. How many times have you done something? That wasn't even really God. I'm talking about Him. The Lord may let you stand on the land. He may let you think your own thoughts. And your thoughts are nothing more than the flesh of God. God's not in a hurry. And there's a thousand years, a thousand years of the day. God is in the business of doing the work in our lives. He didn't come down here throwing the gold, the precious gems. He owns all of that anyway. Gloves, the streets are such pure gold. They're transparent as glass. God is not here for anything other than the church of Jesus Christ to make us like His Son. The work of God. Have a question for Are we willing? Are we willing to let God have His way? Be not like where He is not afraid. But be it. Let me read you this as we might read. When He was explaining the Spirit's presence, He said, Most people think of the Spirit. Is a substance to children, like gas filling up So we run out of the spirit, and God fills us again. But that's not the best image to use. Think about the elevated train. Now you're going to see those lights in the bottom of my Elevated trains you find in many large cities. Each train trains one on three-way rails, two for the wheels, and one for the electricity. The electricity is always there, but the train doesn't move unless there is contact with the third rail. Touch that rail, and the train moves, pull away from that rail, and it's I've been in Washington, D.C., New York, once. 
for the Holy Ghost. We, I wrote in myself about it as written. We wrote in Washington, D.C., one of the prophecies of the We did not even in tongues, and that came to them to us. It's not running on D.C. It's not running on school. It's running on electricity. You hear a story talking? You find out riding in that tube. When you get to the end of it, that there were times when you were riding better than a hundred miles an hour. And that's something. You have to have wheels. I mean, you have to have wheels to keep the train on the track. But if you did not have the source of supply, you didn't go anywhere. And if they had a power outage, that train would stop. If you was running it on diesel, fuel, whatever else you might run it on, it just keep that on train. We need to be kept on the tracks, but we need to be kept in contact with that central rail where the electricity and the life is. That's what's wrong with us. We're not in contact with that rail. God, the Holy Ghost, is always available. He doesn't take turns. He doesn't leave us. He doesn't forsake us. He doesn't us. It's you that the Bible comes to. We are continuing to be free. We are to continue to operate with the Spirit. We are contact with the Spirit. And God wants us every day. God is able to fill you right now. God is willing to fill you right now. If for some reason you are not sure, is that the cause of God? It's not it. The brother and sister just said that back here. She was playing with me. So, Brother Philip, come and talk to me at the service this morning. I didn't understand what I was talking. I told him, I said, no way. You just did. I didn't. I said, Pastor, I want to tell you what happened in my life this week. He's never been filled. But God filled me with a whole lot. Right in that pool this morning. She spoke in every tongue with the spirit that God gave her utterance. God is everyone. We don't have to work it up with music and whatever else. He's everywhere. And wherever he is, he's there. Yes, he's supplying needs. But wherever he is, he is the baptizer, and he will baptize the believer. If you will. God use this in the coming and the singing to come. If you have a vessel, And that drawer is full. You can't put anything else in. It's full. Right? It's full. You can't put anything else in. Sometimes you have to empty before you can be filled. We're too full of ourselves. We're too full of the flesh. I've got one more example here. 
ideas. You can have a job that you want to put something in. You got to be a You get what I'm saying? This is for whosoever will. God's not going to slow that down. God is not just going to love to pray and come around and empty that vessel. This is my control. Right. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst. They shall be filled. You know that. Would you stand? Would you lift your hand and say, God, I want to be 